before we get into this episode, just a shout out to our sponsor, Pastest. Christine and I both found that their online study resource with their excellent videos and show notes were invaluable for preparing for the MRCPI clinical. Check out the link in our show notes to access this great resource. And just an FYI for Irish-based candidates that you're able to claim back the cost via your training support scheme grant. I'm Christine. Hey, uh, I'm Harry. Welcome to the first episode of MRCPI Bedside, a podcast for doctors who are preparing to sit their MRCPI Part 2 Clinical General Medicine Examination. Or as I like to call it, the MRCPI PTCGME. (laughs) We're going to start off with a brief introduction. My name is Christine Condon. I am currently an SHO working in Dublin. I graduated from NUI Galway, which is now known as the University of Galway, and went on to complete my intern year in Cork. I then moved to Australia for three years, working between Perth and Melbourne. I am currently on my second year of basic specialist training in internal general medicine in Dublin. My name is Harry Economos. I'm an SHO working in Dublin on the second year of my medical BST. I'm also a University of Galway graduate, and after completing my intern year in Galway, I went to Australia working in Perth, Canberra and Sydney, before returning to Ireland. A bit about why we wanted to make this podcast resource. I think it is fair to say that when both Harry and I first started preparing for the MRCPI clinical exam, that we and a lot of our colleagues felt quite overwhelmed and clueless about where to start. Whilst there is definitely a lot of useful information on the RCPI website, which is comprehensive and super important to read through as early as possible as you begin to prepare, Most of the clinical exam preparation resources online are based on the MRCP UK PACES exam. As far as we know, there aren't many Irish MRCPI equivalents. Our aim with this podcast is to create a helpful and concise resource, just like a bedside tutorial, but on the go, which is dedicated towards the MRCPI clinical exam. We will do our best to consolidate and deliver key need-to-know information along the way, and tips that we wish we'd known earlier and take some of the fear out of the exam and hold your sanitized hand. (laughs) What's this first episode about? So in this first episode, we are going to go back to basics and talk through some of the exam logistics, the exam application process and discuss the general layout of the exam. So for you to get to this point, to be preparing for the clinical exam, you must have passed your part one and part two written exams. I'll start off with a little bit about the exam logistics. At present, there are three exam sittings in the year, spring, summer, and autumn, with the exam period taking place over four to five weeks at each sitting. Approximately 160 people will sit the exam at each sitting, meaning approximately 500 a year. Of these, 250 to 300 will pass the exam. The exam takes place in various locations around Ireland and the world, including Dublin, Cork, Galway, Limerick, and Mara Hamilton in County Leitrim, where Christine completed her exam. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I was an intern there. International centres include the UAE, Oman, Saudi Arabia and Malaysia. 
who can apply for the exam. An application for the MRCPI Part 2 Clinical Exam can be made if you have passed the MRCPI General Medicine Part 2 Written Exam within the th last three years. How to apply? Application is through the RCPI website and you should receive confirmation on whether you have been allocated a spot within three to four weeks of submitting your application. Of note, priority is given to the NCHDs on RCPI training programs and to those with only one attempt left out of a total of six attempts. If you are allocated a spot, you will be asked to pay a fee. You will then receive confirmation of an exam date and details of your exam location via email within one to two weeks. The exam is definitely expensive. However, what we wish we had known a little bit earlier on was that you can claim for a refund. There are two options. So if you do pass the exam, you can claim for a full refund via the clinical course and examination refund scheme for NCHDs. If you are unsuccessful and have not surpassed your cap of 1,250 euros for SHO registrar, you can claim back the money through the NCHD training support scheme. If you're not initially offered a place for the exam, you will remain on a waiting list. And if a candidate withdraws from the exam or doesn't pay, a spot will be offered to the next eligible person and you may have as little as three to four weeks then to prepare. So we feel like starting on the right foot as informed as possible is essential. Regarding the exam itself, it's a 120 minute or two hour exam split into long cases and short cases. One hour total of long cases, which are broken down into two by 25 minute stations with a five minute break in between each long case. At the time of this recording, due to COVID, all long cases are pre-written scenarios with trained role players in place of real patients. There are five 10-minute short cases consisting of four clinical cases and one communications and ethics station. Each short case will have two minutes in between. The short cases are broken down into station one, communication and ethics, station two, the chest station, cardiology or respiratory, Station three, endocrinology or miscellaneous, for example, dermatology or medical devices. Station four, neurology or locomotor. And station five, abdominal. Remember, it will be you and a single examining consultant at each station for both the long and short cases. It's important to know that you could start the exam circuit on long cases or short cases. If you do start with the long cases, you will complete both long cases prior to moving on to the short cases. If you start with the short cases, you will start at the station and will cycle through in a sequential order. For example, if you start on station two, which is the chest station, cardiology or respiratory, your next station will then be endocrinology or miscellaneous. Knowing this can help to focus your mind and can actually prove to be quite useful during the exam. After completing your short cases, you will then move on to your long cases. Don't fear, there will be friendly exam invigilators there to direct you along. Once the two hours are up and you've completed your exam, you get to go home. Or, if your team are down a member, back to clinic like me. I definitely personally recommend trying to get the whole day off and taking it easy afterwards. Yeah, you, des you deserve it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Book a massage or something. <laughs> You will have to wait roughly four to six weeks to hear about your results. With regards to our story, we both successfully passed the MRCPI Part 2 clinicals at the most recent sitting in June 2022. 
The MRCPI clinical is, is described as a high performance and high stakes exam. It is definitely challenging with lots of variables, many out of your control. However, many before have made it through, and we feel that with preparation, self-belief, practice, more practice, and more practice, and a sacrifice of most other aspects of your life for 45 weeks, 425, sorry, not 40, not 45, and a little bit of luck, it is just about a passable exam. In the vein of keeping it brief and getting Harry to bed, he's just finished a night shift, I think that pretty much wraps up our first episode. Well done on making it this far. Stay tuned for more, including our next episode, where we, we are going to discuss personally tried and tested preparation tools and resources that helped us to get through. Also, feel free to get in touch with us either via email on mrcpibedside at gmail.com or through our Twitter at mrcpibedside. Lastly, we want to mention that the adult in the room is consultant geriatrician in St. James's Hospital, Dublin, Professor Declan Byrne. We also want to make a big shout out to Dr. Connor Waters for putting together our exceptional show music with very, very little notice. Yeah, thanks so much, Connor. It's such a tune. And just for the record, Dr. Byrne isn't actually in the room with us. It's just an expression. We'll see you at the next bedside. Thanks for listening. Bye.